Hi, I'm Flynn. Shreya. March. Oh my. Talak. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had left the Shadow Timberland after um, helping out Shreya's community of elves there. Um, you guys had solved the mystery and defeated a villain, and you guys had exited uh, down the river and towards Addersfeld. After traveling for about a half a day, you guys finally began to see Addersfeld over the horizon. You were walking into town when you noticed farms on your left and a refugee camp on your right and walls to the city in front of you. Looking off to the refugee camp, there seemed to be a bit of a scuffle where uh, some some uh, horseback riders were possibly intimidating one of these refugees here. Um, the refugee was holding a bag of some sort, not giving it over, and these riders were attempting to take it. After stepping in and attempting to, to stop the conflict, a bit of a fight erupted. And after some investigation by Ulma, all might not be what it appears to be. So with that, we are actually starting this session in initiative. So with that, um, Shreya, what would you like to do? I'm going to look up at the person who just slashed me. I'm going to look them directly in the eye and... I'm going to say the winds are shifting for you. You're off to new horizons. And with that, um, as my uh, staff has been charging, I'm going to hold my staff in between my hands. My wings are going to go out. I'm going to take off toward this person on the horse and wrap my feet or talons around them and attempt to carry them off the horse into the air. <laughs> okay. Um, make a oh grapple check. So that's going to be your athletics versus their, or uh, yeah, your athletics versus their acrobatics. Athletics versus acrobatics. Great. And that's going to be a four on their. Oh part. my god, five. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So uh, they're on a horse, so they're not very dexterous, and you just barely, <laughs> barely is- grab this person. Uh, and I'm just going to whisper in their ear, and uh, I'm going to attempt to carry them up and over toward the city walls. Okay. Um, As you are carrying someone who is not Flynn and not a halfling, um, you are going to be moving at half speed. So what is your flight Uh, speed? 50. 50. Okay. So you are able to move uh, 25 feet towards the city walls with, uh, with this person in tow. You guys are are moving. Um, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, that's the my that's the end of my turn. My goal is to get to the wall, to the top of it. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Um, next up, we have got actually uh, the guy who you just picked up. <laughs> so he is going to. Actually, this depends. Um, so you're traveling towards the wall. How high up are you going? I'm going high enough 
my my what I'm attempting is to go high enough to, and I guess I don't even know this, um, if there's an, if it's just a straight up wall around the city or if it's one of the walls that people can like be on uh, and like look down from. Um, but. Yeah, the wall has got, you can see the wall has got a little perch at the top where people, people. That's, can... and that's, that's where I'm going for. My, my aim is to get to that point. Okay, awesome. Um, cool, so he is gonna make since you guys are, I'm going to say you guys are about at this point, like 25 feet up in the air. He's going to make a courage check and he's going to fail it. So he's going to, instead of attacking you, he's going to reach up and grab at your talons where you're, where you're holding onto him and just hold on for dear life. Good. Um, he is, you know how to follow He is with you on this ride. <laughs> Um, next up is uh, this other guy right over here who is next to uh, March. So he is going to take a swing with his pole That arm. guy's unconscious, yeah. Is, Jeez, he, is he not unconscious now? Or is he awake? Oh, he is. Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> Back off of his horse. Um, so yeah, he doesn't get a turn. Awesome. Great. Love it. <laughs> um, next up, top of the initiative is Flynn. Um, alright, so recap real quick. Try to yeah. grab someone and flew off into the, into the sunset. Um, They're gone. But yeah. I, I heard Oma uh, yell this stuff out about, hey guys, maybe we're misunderstanding something. Um, I saw the person heal the, the one that was previously dropped by Kellick, and it seems like she's breathing again. Uh, yes, she is unconscious though. I'm holding my bag, holding my sword. I hear that. I see that. I see Shrya run away with the with the person. I'm like, um, almost what? What's going on? And I'm just I'm like unsure what to do now. I'm just gonna take the dodge. And okay, that's it. You take the dodge. Yeah. Action. Okay. Cool. Um, awesome. Next up, Ulma. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, Flynn, they're not the bad guys. It's okay. My- I'm going to, I want to go forward up to where, um, um, Flynn and, and, um, Kellick are. Like, I want to make my way between them and the guy. Okay. 25, I believe, so I can get there. Okay. Um, like right in between. I want no, there? I want to be in between um, the baned one where oh, they're facing. Gotcha. Like, like, I want to push them both. I want to like put my hands against both of them. Gotcha. Okay. And like, so in a triangle, I guess. I know he's there, but I would like to like sneak in, in mm-hmm. front of him. Yeah. And, and just like put my arms up to, to push both not like push them down but to like hold them to, to, to stop yeah them. yeah yeah okay cool make an insight check 14 um this guy that you just ran up to um still very wary of Kalik, but seeing you run up is taking a second um taking a second of pause um yeah, that's what you that's what you determine. Okay. 
Is that your turn? <laughs> That's my turn. Well, I I don't know. Do I have an action left, timing wise? Um, I'll give you an action. Yeah, yeah. I will take the dodge action. <laughs> okay, you take the dodge action. Nice. Uh, next up on the initiative is Kellick. Uh, seeing this uh, woman prioritize healing her comrade, seeing the crowd uh, booing us and all of this stuff, I am going to uh, uh, look about at the remaining men, the one that hasn't been dragged off. I guess it's just one guy, isn't it? No, it's two. All right. Uh, <laughs> the one who hasn't been dragged off into the sky. Uh, yeah. And I'll just say... All right, you've seen what we can do. Put a stop to this now, before more people get hurt. Um, make either persuasion or intimidation check. Uh, I'm looking. Let's go persuasion. Critical fail. <gasps> oh. Critical fail. Okay. Next up is March. I'm going to be distracted by looking over at Alma and seeing that she has physically put herself in between one of these guys and Flynn and is trying to kind of push them aside. Um, and so now my attentions are turning briefly from this guy that I was trying to just sort of hold is I'd like to just hold an action. I I can see that almost trying to get us all to stop, but I'm not trusting these guys whatsoever. So um, I guess, can I hold an action? I'd like to hold an action if anybody tries to do anything to Ulma. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Um, next up is the riders. They are all, none of them are going to attack. They're all just going to wait. They're all going to hold actions. Um, after that is Shreya. Uh, I'm going to continue <laughs> to make my way towards the top of the wall. Uh, see if I can get there. Awesome. Let's see. Awesome. Um, yeah, and this guy's just going to keep holding on. Um, so these guys, uh, just for simplicity, these guys that are currently in combat with you here, um, they're all going to continue holding actions. Um, so it's it's up to you guys. Is there anything that you guys want to do action economy-wise um, uh, within combat still? Who's are we? Uh, who's up in initiative, or are we kind of going out of it? Flynn... Flynn, you are up in initiative, okay. but I was, I'm just gonna if if no one else if everyone's gonna continue holding actions, we can go out of initiative. Um, well, I would see Alma run up and like kind of put her hand on my sword arm and like kind of stop me from attacking. I'll kind of um, see this and be like, um, Alma, what what's going on? What what's up? I, Did they what happened? What'd you find out? I think this is all a big misunderstanding. Um, um, it, it seems like these people are are um. Uh, they do they do take money but it's more like a tax and they take it from the people who have a lot like those people over there and and they distribute it evenly amongst the people who don't have as much so at least that's what i was told um so it seems like it seems like they're not not, not necessarily um um trying to hurt anyone or or trying to take anything 
from people who don't have anything. So I, I think that guy over there, um, 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 he doesn't want to want to um, um, give his fair share. But I, I don't understand. And 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 the guards are these people. Like, and I turn to look at him. And I say, why won't you just talk to us? We weren't trying to do anything. Kellogg was offering to pay for this man's fees. And, and you didn't say, it's not a fee. You didn't say, no, that's not what we're doing here. We're trying to redistribute. You didn't say anything. You just were like, get out of my way. I'm going to, or I'll beat you up. That is not the way to do things around here. That's not how you talk to people. And I'm just like, I'm just un- really small and just like yelling up at him and saying, you, that's not how you treat yeah, people. I, as that's going on, I'll- I'll kind of like, I sigh and I, 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 I'll sheath my sword as she's letting this guy have it. Now I'll, I'll kind of just like lightly push her to the side and kind of step in front and kind of just toss the bag at the guy in front of me. I'll also uh, um, extinguish my glowing arm uh, just as okay. an act of farther theatrics and put my hands up in the air. Um, and with that, the the woman who is. Um, kneeling down, who just administered the health potion um, to her her friend there. Um, she looks up to you guys, and after a second, goes, what, what? Were you not hired by these people? No. We misunderstood. As far as I knew, this place was only a place with those who were underserved, not people who had it, inequity. Well, we're we're all underserved here. I mean, compared to what's on the other side of the wall, but but everyone has to have their fair share. I I thought you were all you. So you weren't hired from anyone here. Oma crosses her arms and says, "No, we were not hired from anyone. And if you guys would just talk to us when we asked questions instead of pushing people around, maybe you would have known I'll, that." I'll put a hand on Oma's shoulder <laughs> to sort of like. Just pull her close to me. Say, we're travelers. We thought we saw something uh, other than what was occurring. You have my apologies. Oh. Um, I mean, okay. Uh, um, give me, give me one second. And the woman who's kneeling down there, who just gave the health potion, um, unwraps uh, the glove around her hand and places her hand on the chest of her unconscious comrade and um, under her breath goes Malturi and you see her hand begin to glow with this um, orange orange like glowing energy and you can see some um, flecks of ash begin to peel off of her skin as um, the woman laying on the ground um, takes a breath and and comes back into consciousness. I'm, I'm going to run over to March and the man who's unconscious next to her and say hey March, March can you do the thing? Can you do the thing? We, we, you gotta wake him up. I'm, I'm just gonna go, like, do a sigh and be like, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna go up to a, to this guy, dude, thingamajig. And, uh, I'll go ahead and do, uh, five points of, uh, lay on hands. Okay. Um, And he then comes back to consciousness. His eyes begin to open. And um, after a moment of panic and he trying to scurry away, he looks over and and sees that the fight has sort of calmed down and and he takes a breath. I'm going to just sort of 
hold his shoulder and say, my my apologies, as, as my friends are saying here, it seems that there might be some serious misunderstandings here. We're just trying to get a little bit more information. Things, you got to admit, from our perspective, things look a little shady, but I, I apologize. And at this point, um, the the woman who uh, was initially trying to take the uh, the bag from the man, um, she stands up and, and she goes, we're, uh, we're very wary of travelers who come through, most of them who come here brandishing your types of, of weapons and magics tend to uh, be hired by people here to to protect them and, and keep them from the rules that we have established here. So so any any misunderstanding was on, on our part as much as yours. And uh, March, you look over at, at the guy who you hit in the chest and he's like, oh, God, that was it. That was a good hit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, put, wow. a, put an arm out and sort of pull to pull him up, like to try and get him and see if he can get on his feet, or if, uh, you know, see if he can get up at all. Um, and if not, then just be like, want some water? My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, he he gets up to his feet and he's he's still a little beat up, but uh, he seems to be making his way okay. back. And uh, the the largest woman who seems to be the leader of this group um, walks over uh, over to Olma and she sort of leans down and, and takes a knee and, and puts her hand out to shake and she says, Rosalyn. Hello, Rosalyn. I'm Olma. And she shakes your hand. Says, well, um, that was, that was something, wasn't it? Um, Ooh. I, I died. That happens sometimes, but you're alive now. Wow. Okay. I, I need to take a second for that. Um, well, um, if, I mean, if, if we don't have any further conflict here, um, do you have any, any business here? Um, I guess not. Um, but... Is everything okay here? It seems a little tense. Yeah, um, things get tense around collection time. How often do you guys collect? Um, uh, once every two weeks. And how are you able to judge? And I'll, I'm sheathing my sickle as, as I do. Who deserves, uh, who, uh, people's earnings? They're able to report them to you. We have uh, certain systems in place to keep track of um, whatever wealth is, is uh, acquired and distributed. Um, I'm sure most of it uh, on the higher end goes under our radar, but every once in a while we we get a whiff of, of uh, who has more and, and who has less, and we distribute accordingly. Um, I'm sorry about your horse. <laughs> that's That's okay. Maybe you can find it. And yeah, she looks around and, and she's like looking for it. Um, and you guys look and off in the distance, you can just see barely <laughs> over the horizon, a horse running, running off in the distance. Right. Um, while this conversation is taking place, is Shreya still midair? I was just going to say, yeah. So she, she then looks around and she says, 
Where? One, two, <laughs> can three, I four. Can I scream out or try and scream out to Shreya or would he not hear me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like You try and scream out, Shreya, like, have you been using your full movement? <laughs> yeah, there's... Yeah, there's I've been burning no toward that. I've been burning toward the top <laughs> at of the At this point, at this point, you would have been able to drop this guy off at the top of the wall. Okay. Right about now. Great. Do it. Do I do I see any other? Um, are there any other like town guards who like notice that I'm dropping? Yeah, there's actually a patrol on up on the top of the wall, and as you um, as you approach, they have their crossbows trained on you as you come in, and you drop this guy off, and then <laughs> you fly back away, and they still have their crossbows drawn on you, but then none of them fire. Okay, um, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna land for a second, and. Uh, as a, uh, does it look like? Does it look like if I get closer there? I mean, I drop the guy off. If I drop the guy off and then also like stand next to the person, um, I want to just wh- whichever guy with the crossbow comes up first. Um, I just want to address this person really quickly and say, "Is this is this man known to you?" And I. Look over at the person I just dropped off. Um, the the man who's closest to you uh, with the crossbow um, says, uh, ne- "Never, never seen him before. Um, get on, get on your knees, and uh, keep keep your wings down, and uh, put your hands behind your back." Oh no! Right, I'm. I was just turning in this misfit who has been causing trouble outside the wall. I was told. And he might belong to your ranks in the center of the city. I mean you no harm. Um, uh, oh, this has never happened before. Um, uh, put, put your hands behind your back. You're, you're, uh, you're under arrest. Well, uh, I very much do not like being bound. And with that, I'm going to just try to kick off. I, I I acted at first like I was going to get on my knees, but now when he says I'm under arrest, I kick away from the wall and try to just okay. fly and back And seeing down. that you're you're flying away from the city, um, none of them shoot at you as, you as you leave. So I've just I've just left the <laughs> okay. person up there, I guess. And now I'm going to fly back to the right. party. And Shreya, approaching the rest of the party, you can see now... There's conversation happening. Um, people are not fighting anymore, which is new to you. Yeah. Uh, what's happening? I thought... Uh, I don't understand the social norms and customs of the Earthwalkers. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Rosslyn, and I'll uh, pull down my mask and just say... Uh, and, I, and I'll hold my hands up as far away from her as I can. <laughs> and I just say, uh, my name's Kellogg. Uh, I owe you a debt. I apologize. Um, can you tell us anything about the state of the city? About, uh, I've been away for some time, and uh, <laughs> it appears things have changed uh, beyond my, my knowledge. Uh, is the... Inside of the city, as tense as the outskirts. I have I haven't been into the the inner walls of the city in quite some time. I, I keep my focus out here, um, but more and more they're they're uh, 
expelling people from the city and, and they're forced to come out here. So our ranks um, beyond the walls are growing daily and, and it's becoming a problem as far as wealth and, and food distribution. Why are they kicking people out of the city? I could not say. I don't know. I, I only accept the people who leave. Kicking people out that were there their whole life? Um, it seems mostly uh, travelers and and people who don't have permanent residence within the city um, as of late. And you're all here because you lost your homes? Yeah, most of us are here from from uh, what used to be the border of Ondale and Kaldur, and most of us have been displaced by the war. And they just kicked you out? Yeah. Our homes turned into to forts and castles and strongholds and our cities reduced to nothing for resources and, and weapons. I'm so sorry. It's not fun to get kicked out. No, it's not. Well, what now? You're just well, gonna live here in, in tents for the rest of your life? Some of us are, are attempting to find um, more permanent residents um, to the east, but it's uh, it's a lot of people here. It's it's a lot of people to move. It's a lot of people to find homes for. So we have uh, we have people going out and, and attempting to find other cities and, and places that will take some of us. But I, I do not think that this will be a permanent home for most. Well, I hope you find something. Everybody deserves a home. Thank you. Does the city allow you to be out here? Do you get trouble from them? The only trouble comes is is when people from here attempt to go into the city. They will not allow any of us in there. Oh, no. What do they do to you if you go in? The guards turn us away. Okay. Like, do you think the guards will turn us away? I, I'd say that's probably a, a safe bet. But we won't know until we try. Would uh, would Flynn know um, about how to get into the city? Um, yeah, so you have um, a... Uh, you have a set of paperwork from the Iron Light Collective to mm. get in and out of the city, sort of like an official branded okay. thing. Um, so that's how you are able to get in and out of the city. Um, without any official pay- paperwork or, you know, payment to the guards, um, getting in and out is, is fairly difficult. Hey, Rosslyn. Yes. Were you affected by any shadows recently? No. No. <laughs> no, like darkness creeping in, affecting your darkness brain. Darkness creeping in. No. No. When? Like the last couple of days, maybe felt a little more tense, a little more um, um, paranoid. Um, I, it's f- funny you say that. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, the that's a good word for it. Tension has rose over the last couple of days. Hmm. Um, yeah, ev- everyone seems to be have been a little bit more stressed. Um, this morning has been the first calm morning in, in quite some time without any altercations. Yeah. Besides, obviously, what just happened here. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, it was from the forest. 
but but we took care of that, so it's it's all good. Um, should be fine now. Um, do you speak Abyssal? <laughs> I no, 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 no. Do I you don't. read it? I no, I don't do much reading myself. Hmm. Well, does anybody here? Oh my, that's not to make more of us think than we already have. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's time for us to head in. Oh, right. Right. Roslyn, um, did Roslyn, I'm sorry, did Roslyn mention who is basically kicking him out or is it just the town guard? Yeah, town guard, town officials, um, things like okay. that. Okay. I That's wanted like, to just quickly kind of look at her. Is it any one particular individual, Roslyn, that we need to be looking out for or what exactly should we be looking for when we are in there to avoid being kicked out? Um, just not making any trouble, not, uh, I, I would, I would stay away from any altercations, but it, it seems like you guys might have a difficult time with that. Um, um, I, I would just say, you know, um, don't be, don't be breaking any of the laws, any of the rules. Um, most of the people that we've gotten out here, um, minor infractions, though they may be, they still were enough to have them expelled from the city. Um, from what I hear from some of the people who have been coming out the past couple of days, it seems that their uh, their jails and their prisons are sort of overflowing at the moment. Mm. So when they don't have anywhere else to put them, they they have them leave the city. Noted. Tie Calix's hands together. Is there any <laughs> one person making these judgment calls, or is it everybody? You don't really see that. No, Adersfeld is ruled by um, more of a, more of a council government. Um, there's not any one person in charge. It's, it's uh, a collection, um, and and it seems that you know it's it's all laws and and official rules. Okay, thank you for that information. That helps us. Uh, are we all uh, content to take our leave here, or are we? Are there more questions for us? Please, yes. No, you're you're free to right. go. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I would just ask one more time where there were five of us. Shia, where did you put the man? <laughs> uh, I may have uh, uh, left your friend uh, up upon the top of oh. the city wall, but I... I think the per- I think they're in good hands, uh, and if they're turning people away, then I may, uh, maybe soon that you'll see them again. What's their name? I didn't get their name. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Roslyn. What's their name? Um, that that was Marcus. He uh, he hasn't been having very much luck recently, and this might be uh, just uh, uh, another another bit of that. Um, but with with. Uh, Everything that's going on, I I would not be surprised if we saw him again within the end of the day. Well, we can look for him while we're inside. We'll do our best. Um, just in case. We'll try to see to it that he's returned to you. I'm sure seeing his wares, they, they'll probably just kick him out anyways. Oh. Well, maybe we'll see but him on our way. If you <laughs> see him, please, yes. Any help for him would be, I'm sure, appreciated. Right. Well, um, good luck. You know, 
and I'll look around with everything. Thank you. I I appreciate that uh, that gesture. And as uh, and I'll sort of um just lean in and under my breath, just say. And speaking of misfortune, the powers that that I draw from, they uh, are somewhat discerning. So I'd be careful. The things beyond our reach as mortals have plans for us. And something beyond wants you very badly. So take care. And she sort of gives you a wink and turns around and and begins to walk as she does not have a horse on. <laughs> um, so with that, you guys all um, all sort Oof. of exit away from this refugee camp and walk over towards the main entrance uh, of the city. As you walk up, you see these um, massive walls that are constructed there, these thick and tall walls. Um, and you guys walk towards the front gate and there are um, about a dozen guards out towards the front gate. As this is this is a massive entranceway, um, and a dozen guards are laid out there. How would you guys like to uh, approach as you want to enter the city? Um, Flynn would probably be up front because he. Kn- I know how to do this. I'm assuming, like I know how to go in yeah. and out of the. So I'll, I'll like if I, I'll like get my papers ready. I'll, I'll, I'll hey guys, um, stay with me. I, I have papers to get in and out of the city. So. Let me do the talking, and I'll and I'll right. start walking I'm towards. Pulling me. up my dirty rag, and um, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, as you walk up, um, the one of the guards approaches, asks for your paperwork, takes it. After a couple seconds, looks it over, um, makes sure everything is in order, and uh, hands it back to you, and opens up the front gate for you guys to walk in. Um, these front gates open out towards you guys, and. The first thing that hits you is the smell. Um, immediately, you smell um, burning wood, and you guys smell sort of this ash in the air. And looking in, um, you see a main street going towards the center of the city, and off to the left, you see um, uh, these rundown houses, these houses that haven't been taken care of in a very long time, made of wood and stone. And you look off, and one of them seems to be partially burned as, as a fire had um, caught on one of them, and you can see a couple of townspeople with buckets of water just extinguishing the last of the flames. And you look off to the right, and you see um, more uh, like um, industrial buildings where you can see blacksmiths and woodworkers and um, uh, shops of that nature. And as you guys walk in, um, I assume either. Flynn or Kellick is taking charge here. Where would you guys like to go within the city? Um, oh, I, I would like to go to the castle to turn in my mission. Um, as, as we enter in and as we're walking, I'm kind of at the front, so I'm kind of walking, kind of like I'm going to the castle, and I'll just kind of mention, um, welcome to Addersfeld, guys. <laughs> um, weird entrance at the beginning, but hey, we made it. Um, so... Here's the, here's the thing. Uh, I have to go with Trya and turn the mission in. Um, if you guys want to meet up somewhere, um, 
Kellek, I don't know if you want to take the group and go shopping or go find the fisherman or something, but we can reconvene somewhere if you have a good spot. I think that's sensible. That maybe while you're dealing with uh, your faction, uh, we can go see about this uh, translation. Yeah. Um, do, yeah. Do you think you'll need uh, backup? Where you're going? No, no, it should be okay. Um, do you want to meet at like the temple district or 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 something? Let's, Is there like a specific uh, spot there? Let's meet back here, closer to the the outside. I don't want to spend more time. Uh, in the temple district than need be. All right. Um, well, don't kill anyone. Agreed. Not who uh, doesn't deserve it. I... I I mean, to be fair, uh, uh, nobody stayed dead so far. Very true. Very true. We just, you know, I just want to make sure you guys are still here when I get back. We could stand to work on our definition of killing, <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> Sometimes it's oh. unclear. There is quite the uh, veil between life and death. Okay. Right. So as you guys uh, continue walking to the city, um, you guys split off into two groups. Um, as you guys split off and walk deeper into the city, um, the you guys walk through this disheveled area of the city, and it opens up, and you guys can see these, uh, these you know more nice houses. Um, you can see you're passing through this there this very poor area of the city um, into these nice stone houses. Um, looks like there's a polished marble on in some of the the stores, and this um, this beautiful red wood that is making up the roofs. And the air becomes cleaner, and you guys can see people walking and and trading and going in and out of shops and and going home and and um, going to work and and the life of this city. Is uh, is sort of a nice change of pace for most of you. Um, first, we will follow Flynn and Shreya. Um, Flynn, you are dodging in and out of these crowds that are going down the street. You know exactly where you're supposed to go, and you know exactly how to get there. Um, cool. Shreya, I'm going to have you make a charisma check. Oh boy, oh boy, right. can I help him with this? Knowing the uh, city, or is this something he has to do on his own? I, I, I'm feeling, I, I feel like I'm probably just struggling to keep yeah, my eyes on you. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna keep it to just try it. Um, fair, fair enough. Charisma. Straight yep. up charisma. Oh, minus one. Oh, God. No, 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 no. That, that, that's a zero. <laughs> that, is a, that is a total zero. Flynn, you are dodging in and out of these crowds. You recognize every street that you're passing by. You recognize the bakery off to your right that you've been to. Um, you recognize uh, the, um, the shoe shop off to your left with the really nice old lady who helped you find the right pair of shoes that fit you just right as, as uh, you know, she had, to, she had to modify some um, traditionally children's shoes um, okay, but. to fit you. Um, but then she helped you with the, with the leather work and you recognize that. And, uh, oh, up, up on the right has, uh, some amazing desserts. Like they've got, they've got this amazing orange cake with the frosting on it. That's, that's exactly how you like it. I and think, I think I'm like saying this, like thinking the yeah. tries behind me. I'm just like, oh, and, and over there, it? that's where my shoes got made. And over there, oh, they have some really good pastries in there, man. We should go check that out after. And then you turn around and Shreya is nowhere to be seen. Shreya? Um, uh, crap. 
and I'll turn around and start bobbing and weaving back the way I came to try and see if I can. And I'll start like, try it, try it, try it. You are lost in a whirlwind of people, people pushing past you. Oh, um, you are getting shoulder checked left and right, and and you just cannot keep your eyes in one place, and it's it's dizzying. Is there is there anything around that is like any kind of park area? Are there trees? Is this all concrete? Is this all like, is there any clearing or? I, I, I'm just, I, my immediate response is to try to find some area that's not just overloaded with people just coming. Um, make a perception check. Or you can make a nature check. Great. I'm going to go nature on that one. 15. Uh, 15. The area that you're walking through right now is all stone and concrete and this polished marble. Um, looking around. But you do see um, uh, out on a little balcony, there seems to be someone growing a garden there. Um, that's really the only source of green that you can see around you. Uh, I'm going to take a closer look. Okay. Are you going to fly up and... Uh, it's it's on a second story balcony. It's on a second story balcony? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to... In, in a moment of just desperation to try to get some air, <laughs> I'm going to go up... <laughs> toward this uh, this balcony and see what's going on there. Okay, awesome. Um, you go up to this balcony and um, it's it's uh, some, you know, nice flowers of all different sorts. Looking through it, you can see that um, most of these plants don't belong to this area um, and most of them belong to, to different areas around the world. And so it's nice to sort of take in the smells from all of those. Um, Flynn, you turn around and you can see Shreya flying up above the crowd over to a balcony. Um, how far away is he? He's not that far. He's only maybe 30 feet. Shreya! And I'll be like waving my hand up in the air, like trying to get his attention. Shreya! And uh, is there anything I can climb to like, because I'm assuming I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like a, up at like the, the thigh height of a lot of people in this crowd. So he probably won't be able to see me. Is there a thing I can climb maybe? Yeah, there are. Um, you look and there are a couple of like um, carts that, uh, where vendors are selling different items um, that you'd be able to climb on top of. Sure, I'll, I'll hop up on a cart and just continue like trying to get his attention. Try I'm down here. And try you turn and, and you can see Flynn at this point. Ah, okay. So I, I turn over to the garden and I look over at Flynn, and I turn back to the garden, and then I take it in one more time, and like try to make a couple. Mi- oh, are there any flowers in particular that are particularly brilliant or like eye popping? Yeah, there's one that's almost like a neon blue that that seems to um, just shine beautifully in the sunlight. I'm gonna grab it and then go back to <laughs> Flynn. Okay, awesome. Um, and just like. Just as you're flying down, um, you just barely hear, hey, <laughs> and you get back down to Flynn um, and land there. Hey, why, where, where did you go, man? Like, wh- what were you doing up there? Uh, there was a beautiful garden up on that balcony. I was I was mesmerized. I, I couldn't find you, and I, I went to the only oh. place that I knew I could feel comfortable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can go back there after if you want. Look what I found. I'm going to show him this little blue flower. That's cool. 
Yes. Yeah, we definitely need to go back to get more of those. I want one. <laughs> well, uh, uh, there's no short supply of beauty up on that particular balcony. Yeah, this city's pretty great. Speaking of city, I gotta show you. I gotta show you the the place where I got, and I'll start trying to lead him again, and I'll start being like, "That's where the shoes are," and that's what, and I'll just kind of like, but this time I'll like hold on to his uh, his his hand, I guess. Yeah. I'll just grab his hand, so I, and I'll grab his hand. I'll be like, "But over there, that's where I got my shoes made, and over there, that's where they have the best pastries." And I'll just continue just to do that. Lynn, why why don't we try to go find your contact over? Oh, we're on the way. Yeah, oh, but there's just a lot of cool places I wanted to point out. Oh, too. okay, all right. And actually, with that, um, you guys approach the front gates of the Iron Light Castle. Um, yeah. You, Flynn, this is this is home. This has been home for a while for you. So um, you are overjoyed, and you're also a little bit nervous as to mm-hmm. to what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. You walk up, and um, you see out in the front is a little like um, hand uh, indentation on the wall, and you know that this is how people within the Iron Light Castle get in and out. Um, So you walk up to it and you put your hand into this handprint indentation in the stone um, and you hear as the stone wall in front of you opens up into a doorway. You walk in um, into this doorway and um, it's the sights and smells of home. Um, Shreya, you follow him in behind him. So this is all new to you. Um, You walk in and you can see um, uh, these long stone hallways with doors on either side. Most of these doors are shut, so you don't really know what's what's in each of them. But Flynn leads you down one hallway to the right, leads you down another hallway, and then walks up to one of the doors and knocks on it. And you guys hear a voice say, yes, come in. I don't know. Before I push the... Before I push the door open, I kind of just take a big, deep breath. <sighs> All right. How much ceiling space is there in this place? Like um, how much above our heads? It's it's about nine feet. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna clutch my staff a little bit and just shudder a little bit as we walk through the space and uh, keep my bearing. Try to keep my bearings. Yeah. After I take that little breath I'll, uh, I'll open the door okay and walk in opening the door you see a large um looks like an office space um you see a big ornate wooden table a heavy desk on the opposite side of the room you see bookshelves off to the right and you see um cabinets off to to the left that are holding um different plants and and different arcane components um Sitting at that table, you see sitting there with um, these narrow shoulders sitting very upright. Um, she's got this beautiful, long, uh, blonde hair that's that's almost almost white hair. And you guys walk in, and Flynn, you recognize this as Melaru Cardinal. And as you walk in, she says, Ah, Flynn, wasn't expecting you back so soon. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just here to. Uh, you know, we did it. Uh, Try us here too. Um, and uh, well, yeah. I don't know if we did it. Uh, I mean, it was, it was kind of a, it was a lot. Uh, it was 
kind of a great mess. Uh, our party for a while felt like we were a big candle burning at both ends, but uh, we were, uh, it was beautiful. Uh, we accomplished our goal, and uh, I hope that, uh, that all the credit is due for, for this little one right here. And uh, it was very brave in the face of certain doom, and uh, my people that I was dwelling with in the forest could never be more grateful to, to the collective you have here and for sparing this little one to come help. And she looks down at her her um, papers in front of her, and she she grabs a quill, and she goes, hmm, "That's interesting. I uh, I just want to note a couple words that you said there. You said uh, you you did say big mess, correct? You said big well, mess. Uh, maybe I. And you also you also mentioned having a party. <laughs> so oh, um, big a mess. A party. And... He meant like me and him. Me and him as as the party. Oh yes, I'm sure. Like a group, like a group. Right? I'm sure well, that's, of course. I'm sure, that's what he meant. We, we, yeah, yeah. We did have a. There were some others who helped us that uh, seemed to join us uh, halfway through our journey. That uh, were very. They uh, we. Out, yeah, it was mainly but. some of the some of the towns people in his village that came to show us where where some of the stuff was um, needed. But it was help? just. <laughs> it was a great evil. It was a great evil, and and it, it took every ounce of uh, strength to overcome. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, and then and we we solved it. I mean, it was a big mess, but it's not a mess any anymore. Uh, we 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 kind of we fixed it. Just try it, I. And then maybe a little bit of help from uh, the town's folk, just for directions. Needed the help of commoners. Okay, um, this is interesting. Um, do you have uh, any <laughs> proof of of the evil that you vanquished? Proof. Yes, uh, 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 trophy, whatever you might call it. Um, there, there were artifacts that we left behind. It oh, fantastic! Then you'll be able to hand those over and, and show them as proof. Uh, they were uh, the, the part of the evil that was consuming the area. Seemed to be uh, intertwined with these objects, so we had no choice but to leave them. Uh, however, oh, so I'm you left open. left objects of great evil behind. That's also very I'm, interesting. I will I'm gonna also take note of that. My wing, and I'm gonna grab these the dark the, the little dark crystals that <gasps> have been there the whole time. I'm gonna hold them out, and I'm gonna say, these particular uh, items, though, seem to have some sort of dark energy contained within them. Not sure if it was related, but they seem to have uh, some awful things possessing them as well. And and I'm looking at them, and do they? Do, have they been changed? Or do they, they have not like changed, rocks? but uh, okay. Flynn, make an insight check for me. Yeah, also, did I put something in that box that I had? And, can't remember. and who has the bracer, BT Dubs? Not to metagame uh, too hard, but doesn't, oh, doesn't do Flynn I? Have the I believe Flynn I think has I still the bracer. Have it. Yeah. I'll, if I do, I'll pull that out. But I'll, I'll do the insight check first. Yeah, but yeah, once she's saying that. Okay. Um, that is a 13. Okay. Um... So yeah, do you pull the bracer out? Yeah, I'll go into my bag when she mentions or when Drya mentions artifacts. I'll, I'll go in my bag. I'll grab the the bracer. Yeah, this is um this is something that we found uh, that seemed to hold a lot of sway in there, and there was a puzzle we had to solve, and you know Trian and I solved it, and uh, mostly me, and you know we we got this, and this is something that we think was 
part of the problem, and so we figured we'd keep it safe and bring it here, because you guys would be able to figure out what it does. Fantastic. Um, as per uh, Iron Light tradition, um, you would be able to turn this object in for a gold reward, or you would be able to keep it. Which would you like to do with this uh, this particular object? Um, well, I'd like to know what it does first and potentially keep it. Well, that's for you to find out. I, I don't care much about this item. Right, right. You, Sorry? You're, yeah, and I'll put it back in my bag. Um, so... Did it pass? Pass is so far from what you have done, Flynn. <laughs> and that, I think, just shows exactly how you're going to fare in all of this. I, uh, I think that's very telling with that question. But either way, you did return successfully, if you want to call it successful. You did return alive, I will say that. You did return alive. So you may uh, go find Chath. I believe he's around here somewhere still. Um, if you want to go and find him, uh, he might have something for you. But for now, um, what? for now, uh, get out of my office. <laughs> we'll do definitely, uh, and I'll—I won't let you down. And I'll, I'll kind of like nudge Shry with my arm, kind of like, all right, Shry, let's get, let's go. May the wind. Thanks again, Melaru. Thank you. May the wind be at your back always. <laughs> and I hope to never see you again. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> And I'll, I'll go out, and I, as soon as I shut the door, <sighs> hey man, we, I passed. <laughs> I passed. Yes. Congratulations to you. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I, whew, that was, she's scary to talk to, but you know, I think I'm really coming over and you know, coming around, you know, I think she's starting to like me a little bit. With any luck, uh, I don't understand the customs. As well as I could, but uh, I think you made some sort of goodwill, uh, be it, albeit, uh, we'll just call them baby steps, or in your case, just steps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna let that go because I'm just too excited. Because um, that means that I get some cool stuff now. So I don't know if you're allowed to come with me, um, but let's go check in with. Check in with Chat, and I'll lead him that way. Would I know if I'm allowed to bring him along, or is this something I need to do alone? Um, I mean, you can definitely bring him through the castle. You don't know exactly when it's going to be sort of your independent time. Um. Okay. Well, I'll just head that way then. Okay. With with him. Um. So you and uh, Shreya head down. Um. Again, another long hallway. And you guys um, open a door on your right, and it opens up into this large courtyard area. Um, this is the center of the castle, and it's sort of an open-air courtyard in the middle here. Um, you see set up all sporadically um, everywhere. This is this is probably like a 100-foot circle. Um, you see sporadically set up combat dummies, and you can see some of them off to the left are a little bit more... Um, elementary. They're just sort of like sacks set up there. And then you can see off to the right, um, you can see some like more ornate wooden statues that have um, these uh, these iron sort of holes coming out of them, 
Flynn, you know these as the more advanced combat dummies to where um, magic effects and spells will will protrude from these dummies as well. Um, And in the middle of five of these practice dummies, um, twirling in and out and moving, stepping in tandem with some of these dummies, making strikes here and there, and then taking a massive sword out from behind his back, lopping off the head of one of these dummies, you see a hulking red dragonborn. And you see his muscles like are ripping through his shirt. This is a massive dude. And Shreya, you immediately like see this, this red dragonborn. And this is a ferocious warrior. You can tell right away. Um, he, with one move, um, turns and, and lops off one of the heads of these combat dummies and then turns around immediately. And from his mouth, fire spews out and lights up another one of the combat dummies. And Bad you ass. see across the courtyard is uh, your combat teacher, Chath. I'm like, as soon as I see him, uh, I'll just start running up to him like, Chath, Chath, I passed, I passed. And I'm like, like, all my stuff is like jangling and like I'm holding onto my sword as it's like kind of dragging on the floor. And I'm like, Chath, Chath, I passed, I passed. And I'm just run up to him. Come on, I, I did it. And he pushes two of the two of the combat dummies away and walks up to you and leans way down as this guy's like 10 feet tall. He goes, all right, give me some. And he reaches out his hand <laughs> to give you a high five. Yeah, I'll give him a, a good, good high five. Man, how was oh, it? Man, I'm, it was, it was, it was hard. I, I, I think Melaru still doesn't like me though. Yeah, she doesn't like anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Well, I mean, she said I passed, so I, I guess that means I get to get to do the ritual, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you you haven't done that yet. Did you just get back? I just got back. Oh man! All right, yeah. Let's let's yeah. Let's get you started. All right. What what do I do? Um, and it, oh, this is Shrya. He's uh, he's the person I helped fix the problem, and he's kind of been tagging along with with me. And we have a we have a party together. Um, because you told me to, you know, kind of get that together. But they're kind of somewhere else. Oh, amazing! Hey, Shrya, how's it going? Greetings, Earthwalker. What's your All name? Right. Uh, my name's Chath. Um, I've, I've known Flynn here for quite some time. So, uh, hey, you want to get uh, started on that? Yeah. Can Can Shreya come to, to watch? Uh, I don't think he can be in the room for this part. Oh, um, he can, okay. he can well, come. I can, I can hang out with him for a little bit. He seems like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he, he can fly. Oh, no shit. That's what those <laughs> wings are for. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Well... I don't know, Shreya, can you you want to hang out here and then I'll just come back when the ritual's over? Yes, I I think I could hang here for a bit. I'm going to look around the courtyard and just take in uh take it in. All right. It's you and me, my man. Let's do it. All right. And with that, we're going to uh cut back real quick to um March, Olma, and Kellick as you guys are uh heading through the city. Um is there anywhere that you guys would like to go specifically? Uh, uh, I'd like to sort of like gather uh, the three of us into a shaded area and just uh, have a bit of a powwow. Uh, so, Marsh, uh, explain to me. I, I don't. You don't have to share the ins and outs of your relationship. I, uh, you know, that seems private. But how is it that this girl knows nothing of the gods? Have you not taught her anything? I mean, Kalik, 
Have you seen her? Do you feel you can really, quote unquote, teach Alma anything? She's one of the brightest children I've ever met. Alma, yeah, and she learned all of that on her own. She learned everything on her own. Oliver, am I hearing? I can hear all this, right? You're yeah, just talking you're, in front of me. The, yeah. And um, also, you can just ask her. I I didn't learn on my own per se. Um. Yeah. Um. But where where I was, they didn't really talk about it. Um. It just wasn't really important. Well, from what I understand, our best hope of getting our questions answered with any amount of adequacy uh, would be uh, to ask people who may be dressed like me, but probably cleaner and maybe happier uh, in appearance. So uh, that is where I think we should go, but I think it might be worth explaining a bit about you know, what's been going on for the last uh, 30 years or so, uh, so that well, you're not going in unarmed. As it were. Sure, sure. I mean, it's always been like this, though, right? I mean, as far as I understand, I guess if it's been 30 years, yeah, that makes sense. As far as I know, it's always been like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, um, uh, also, like, we were in the mountains, so it didn't really, it didn't really affect us. I see. Uh, the mountains where? Do you know? Yeah, like that way. And I just point to the east-ish area. It's do, the east. Do I know DM. which region of mountains she might be referring to? That, and where? Uh, let me see. I'm pointing towards the raging peaks. That would actually be to the west. <laughs> yeah, that way. I. You know what? That You're right. Yeah, that way. And to the west. Do I know if it would be like which country it would be in? Um, yeah, you guys are on like the westernmost, pretty much the westernmost border of Ondale. The only place that it could be would be Kaldur. Right. Well, you might find it interesting to know that before there were mountains there, nobody knows what was there. And the reason those mountains exist is because of a god named Fenra. And she birthed that land. And, uh,. She's a very uh, powerful and just god, very concerned with uh, things being aggressively right and wrong. Does that make sense to you? A, a woman birthed a mountain. Aye, uh, that tracks uh, mostly, mostly right. And, uh, Does that happen often? Uh, Should I be worried about that? Uh, I would not be concerned necessarily about that exactly. There's many things to be concerned about regarding the gods, but that is not one of them. So, you have Fenra to thank for those mountains. And for the forests that we've recently been inside of, many, many, many forests, but especially the Freywood, you can count on Ildoria for that. She was the one to create uh, that region. And uh, as it extends, I'll try to keep this brief as... Uh, I don't want to be in the city longer than we have to. You see Alma's face, like, glazing <laughs> over as you're explaining just names and things and... and <laughs> at, at the mention of uh, Fenra, as you're having this conversation with Alma, uh, I physically bristle. And I kind of uh, kick a rock and start to try and... 
tune you out slightly and just, yeah, you can have a physical reaction to that. And uh, for the place we're in now, Andil, uh, a, a, a old dwarven god named Atir uh, was responsible for that. So it, as uh, you're probably getting now, I'm like completely ignoring the fact that she has glazed over. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sure you're gathering and uh, gleaning from this, uh, everywhere on this world uh, has had some progenitor, some great being that is responsible for its creation and its protection. And those are the old gods, Eldoria, Fenra, Laurus, Atir. And at the top of them all, the sun and the moon and the stars is Femir, the Lady of Light. Those are, are the old gods? Those are the old gods. And those, and I sort of gesture to the skyline of temples, uh, that we see uh, as the temple district begins to like um, overlap with the place we're in now uh, are represented by temples in this district uh, and uh, men like myself uh, although like I said probably not quite like myself <laughs> um, and uh, those people uh, just like me has dedicated their lives to studying uh, the ways of the gods and the ways of the things that the gods uh, have qualms with, uh, which I think might be where the answer lies with this abyssal text. Hmm. So, if there are old gods, why do we need new ones? Kellogg blanches and, and just, like, his face just, like, freezes. I... That's a good question, Alma. Um, and that's what we're here to find out, to some extent. So, uh, if you'll be my representative, no offense, March, <laughs> who I imagine has her back turned. I oh, no, I'm muttering. I'm literally point. talking to myself, like, like... Oh gods, no kiss new gods, no just, just I'll just I'll just look askance at her and she does this like, <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's okay you have my confidence on that you you can uh do this um because I, I can't be seen in this area. Right. It, it wouldn't end well for us. Do I have to follow a god? Uh the gods The gods give to those who serve them but they don't take from those who don't. So the answer, I think, would be no. It'll depend on who you ask. Right. Is this all making some amount of sense to you? Um, sure. Good. Sure. I will talk to the people wearing robes. And I know everything about the gods. You don't have to know everything about the gods. I just didn't want you to have to go in and be like, what's the point of all these temples? (laughs) Why are these great buildings here? Oh, right. That makes sense. And just, you know, I wouldn't bring this up, but the change... Uh, that's been occurring. Uh, let's leave that 
Let's leave that out of the conversation, as it's not a comfortable subject for the people here. Oh, okay. Uh, and that is the redux of uh, a lesson I've taught many, many times. <laughs> uh, uh, people older than yourself uh, as well. So, you feel good? You feel ready? Um, I don't remember any of those names. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do fine. Okay, so I'm not going to, like, be tested. They're not going to ask me what I remember and, like, make me recite everything because that used to happen and I wasn't very good at it. When in doubt, uh, just, uh, say, praise the old gods, eh? Remember yeah. that, right? Uh-huh. Easy. I can remember that. Easy, easy, You're easy. a little girl. No reason you should have all of the names and locations categorically uh, memorized. I mean, I could write them down, maybe. If I write them on my hand, then I can, like, look at it and see what I wrote, and then I would know. Uh, whatever makes you comfortable, Oma. Maybe later. If I don't need it, I don't need it, right? If I, if I'm, if if you told me they're not going to give me a test, then I'll be fine. I mean, it depends on who you ask. Some some clergymen are tougher than others. Oh, yikes. If you, you don't think anyone else would speak this language, like in a library? Do we have to go to a temple? Uh, the temple has libraries. But uh, DM what I know of a library alternative. Um... Really, the only places that you would know of would yeah. be within the temple to have this sort of knowledge. Um, I mean, you would know the magic shops off on the other side of the city um, might be able to interpret it in an arcane sense, um, but not like a direct translation. I think this is the best place to get your question answered and many of mine. Right. And my question is, can you read this? Yes. <laughs> and why do we need new gods? Oh. But don't you ask, want me to that ask that question. That? No, it was I was oh. speaking oh. you know, in a global sense of the answers we'll find as a result of asking about the text. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Right. Don't ask that question. Okay, I'll remember. Right. I can remember that. <laughs> DM, does she look like she can remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Make an insight check. Uh, <laughs> seventeen. Oma. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Although maybe I should roll to see if I remember. No, I'm kidding. All right. Um. So, uh, Oma, you're gonna head off and try to talk to some people, right? Is that correct? Yes, yes. Um, but we're still walking all the way to the temple district together. Yes. Okay, awesome. And I'll, I'll linger just just at the outskirts of it. I, I'm, I don't know if there's any proper dividing line, but I would have yeah. some understanding of that. Um, Kellick, I'm going to have you um, make... You can either make a stealth check or a performance check. Um, and this check is just going to be for the entirety of the time that you're here in the temple district. This will sort of be an overarching um, hide, I guess. All right, uh, that is a 10. A 10? Okay. 
So now uh, we're going to go back to Flynn. Um, Shrey, you are just sort of hanging out in the hallway here um, as Chath just took Flynn into a room and closed the door behind them. Um, so you're just sort of waiting out here in the hallway for the time being. I'm going to set my um, mind to meditating and focusing very hard on the center of my staff, the crystal in the center of my staff. And uh, okay. I don't know how long a short rest takes, but I'm going to try to get one. <laughs> yeah, um, a short rest is an hour. Okay. Um, and I mean, if you this is a possibility, it's totally up to you. Um, attuning to an item also is a short rest. So you would be able to find out what the bracer does. Um, at the end of that hour, if you would like to do that. Um, but if you would also like to meditate, that's fine as well. Uh, yeah, maybe I maybe I lean over to Flynn and, and ask, if you'd like, I could go to work on finding out the true nature of this. And I refer to the brazier. Um, I don't know. You seemed kind of weird about the gem. I do like it very much. I like looking at it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm worried about. Um, just don't put it on. Promise me you won't put it on. My mission will be purely fact-finding. <laughs> okay, good enough for me, and I'll give him the bracer. Yes. <laughs> okay. Flynn, um... Chath ushers you into this small circular room, um, only about 10 feet in diameter. This is a room that you have not been in before, but there is a just a very small circular table in front of you. Um, there are a couple of wooden, um, uh, like little tiny wooden stubs that come out of the table. Um, perfect distance and, and a perfect placement for you to place your sword. Um, as you walk in, Chath sort of takes a step back and sort of presses his back up against the wall and instructs you to sit down in the chair um, at the table. Yeah, I'll um, take off my backpack, take off my my bow, I'll, un- I'll take off the, the, the sheath for my sword, set everything down kind of in the corner, and um, I kind of know what's coming right for everything in the ritual like i have an idea generally this part you you have a general idea of what's going to happen cool i'll uh once everything's off i'll unsheath my sword i take a look at it it's like mess with the hilt like find little pieces of ink that are still kind of left there and i'll kind of give a smirk as i think back to all the times i would draw on this thing and practice for this moment and Look at it, clean it off a little bit, maybe flick off some of the ink flecks that are still there. And I'll walk over to the chair and sit down and put the put my sword on the little pegs. It, it seems like if that's what I know how to do. Yeah, so you put your sword down and this the the wood pegs right there, as you put your sword down, they seem to warp just very slightly to accommodate your sword being held there, and it holds it perfectly in place. You look down and you see on the table are two sort of inset areas. Um, And you can see it's sort of resembling an arm inset into the table. Mm -hmm. 
and you reach your arms out and your your hands perfectly fit into these little insets on the table. Yeah, before I actually put them down, I'll just look at my forearms, look at my I'll look at my right arm. I kind of like just move my fingers around, practicing some of the motions with my right arm that I would practice late at night when I couldn't sleep. Smile. Look at my other arm. Look at it one last time. Both of my forearms. <sighs> All right. I'll look over at Chaff. I'm nervous. Hey, there's nothing to be nervous about. I know. I know. It's just... I'm waiting for this. It's like, I guess maybe I'm excited, too. <sighs> I'll place my arms in the... Insets. Okay. He walks um, around the table and off to the other side of the room. And the stonework on this in this room is a little bit patchy. There are some stones that are sort of made of different materials, and one of them seems to be marble. One of them seems to be just regular stone. One of them seems to be like a dark clay. And he walks over to one of them, and it's this uh, this beautiful white stone. And he grabs it and he takes the stone out of the wall. And you can see now, as he takes it out, the stone is hollowed out. And within it are these um, flowers within it. Um, These flowers that seem to be neon, almost like the flowers that Shreya saw earlier. Um, these, These neon flowers and he lays the stone on the table and he walks to the other side of the room and picks this this light orange clay stone out of the wand you can see that that one's also hollowed out and you can see two um like thin tools one of them is is sort of like a hammer a small hammer shape and the other one um sort of has a hook on the end and has several needles into it and he walks that over and he puts that on the table over the next couple minutes he takes a bowl that's on the table and crushes up the flowers into this, um, into these uh, three separate dyes. And after one of the dyes is done, he dips the needles into that dye, comes over to your forearm that's laid out onto the table, and begins to tap the needles into your skin, slowly moving it over your, your skin, creating this, this beautiful circular design. And... As he finishes up on one arm, you can see this ink is is very dark black, almost like absorbing the light around it, like n- more than natural black. And and this process hurts. Each time he taps the needle into your forearm, it is painful. How how long does this take, Chath? Uh, this is gonna take a while. Oh. Oof. All right, keep going. Uh. So he finishes the black on your left arm. And then he goes over to the, the, the bowls that are out there on the table. And you can see he's made um, a, a bright blue ink. And he cleans off the needles from the black. And, and he dips them in the blue. And he goes over to your right arm. And he begins to tap again, creating a very, a very similar, but also with like distinctive marks, making a blue circular design on your right arm. And that takes another couple minutes. Uh, man, this one feels like it hurts more. Yeah, it's it's gonna get worse. 
Just you oh, just gotta man. hang in there. Is the is the is the next one gonna be worse than this? Oh, probably. <sighs> is there anyone else in the room, or is it just me and him? Just you and him. Okay, I look around to make sure that no one else is in here because I don't want them to see me struggling. It's a small room, and <laughs> okay, with Chath in here being the size that he is, another person probably couldn't even fit in this room if they tried. Hey, um, give me, uh, give me a second. Give me a second. Let, let, let me. Hey, um, yeah, take, whenever we're take done, a breather. Whenever we're done with this, can you tell him that I just like. Tell, tell, tell my, you know, everyone else here that I just, like, I took it, no problem. Yeah, hey, I got you, man. I got you. Thanks, thanks, Chad. You're the best. All right, ready? <sighs> okay, go. Oh, God. Okay, ow, ow, uh, uh. And he, he continues tapping and um, finishes up with the blue. And he goes back uh, over to the bowls, and you see there's um, this neon red uh, dye that he's created. And, and once again, he taps a very similar um, but unique circular design on your right arm as well. Once he's done with that, he puts all the bowls back. He puts the needles back into the, the clay, uh, the clay bowl that he has. He puts the, the rest of the flowers that he didn't use back into the white stone and pushes them back into the walls. Looking around, you see that these, the, the stones that he pulled from the walls were not the only unique ones here. These walls are lined with dozens and dozens of these unique types of, of stones, and, and your mind starts to wonder what could be in them and, and what ritual could those be used for. But he finishes up the, the, the process, and you look down, and you have three new tattoos on your forearms. Yeah. Does Flynn know exactly what they do? Like, Not yet. Not yet? No. <sighs> All right. The hard part over? Oh no, man! This is just getting started. <laughs> and he goes over and he pulls. Um, he pulls another one. This one looks like a, sort of like a standard, um, just smooth stone. Um, and he places it down on the table. And you can see within it there is, um, and the, on the part that's been hollowed out, um, you can see that there is ink and um, a quill and also a, a very thin like paintbrush. And he says, um, "All right." Now, uh, you know what to do from here, I assume. And he steps towards the door, and as he's about to reach towards the door, he goes, oh, oh, shit, wait, one, one second, one second. And he reaches up, and it's it's one of the taller stones. It's, it's tall for even him. He has to reach up and, and sort of struggle to get this stone from out of the wall, and he places it down on the table, and you see a stack of very thin notebooks. These like very intricately bound leather notebooks, only a couple inches by a couple inches. And uh, he looks through them and he, he opens up one. No, not it. And he puts it back and then he opens up another one. Ah, yeah, here it is. And he puts it down on the table in front of you. And he reaches up and he puts the stone back. And he says, all right, man, it's you from here on out. And he walks out <sighs> and he opens the door. Shrya, you see this dragonborn walk out you see him close the door behind him you see him put a bar over the door and you see him lock it uh, is he going to be all right what? in there man i sure hope so <laughs> <laughs> well no i hope so too now he seems like a good guy oh my god and he walks down the hall and out of your sight so flynn with uh, a notebook some ink and a paintbrush and a quill in front of you, what would you like to do? 
I quickly look at the notebook and I just kind of like flip through it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, am I familiar with what this notebook is or what I need to know, like to look at it to know what it does, what it is? Um, just flipping through it real quick, um, you see illustrations of different hand positions and you see notes off in the corner of of um, uh, verbal components for spells and you see specific instructions on how to place your hands in certain ways and you can see different notes on how to cast spells. I will excitedly flip through it mm-hmm. and kind of almost get lost and like, oh man, this this is, the, this, is the, this is the one I've been practicing. Um, and I'll keep flipping through. I'm like, oh, I've never seen this one before. And I'm like, wait, I gotta, I gotta do this first. So I'll take the book and I'll, I'll excitedly put it down um, near my backpack. Just like sit it down over there. I'll get back to that. Um, pull the ink over to, this, to the side, pull out the paintbrush and look at my sword. Look at my hand, my left hand that I'm holding the paintbrush in with the tattoo right on my wrist, this black tattoo that's in a circle all these little intricate des- designs going in a circle around my, on my, like right on my wrist, on the inside of my wrist. And I'll look at it. All right, here we go. And I'll dip the paintbrush in the ink. And I'll start delicately painting the symbol on my wrist, the black symbol. I'll start painting it all over the sword. I'll put a circle here, do the de- description. Move up a little bit, put it there. And I'll basically begin covering the sword in this black ink of the symbol on my left arm. Nice. And over the next hour, you delicately and intricately, as you had practiced many times before, you put these symbols all over the sword. And at the end of the hour, you finish your final brushstroke. And you can see the runes now, they don't glow, but they they deepen in their blackness. And they inset themselves permanently on the sword. And I'll look at it, because like this doesn't happen when I was doing it earlier. So I'm like, oh, it worked. And I'll like, I'll rub my hand on the sword to see if I can take off. You rub your hand along the sword and you look down at your hand and now your hand is covered in ink as you rub the ink off of it. But you rub the ink off, but the symbols still stay there in this deep black. You just wiped the surface ink off of it, but now these symbols are permanently etched into the sword. Yeah, so this this sword is basically covered in these circular runic symbols, just covered from head to toe in all these little black symbols. I love it. Um. Well, would 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 Flinda? I mean, I'll I'll essentially I'll try. I'll try and focus. Oh, actually, I'll run over to the book, and I'll grab it, and I'll flip through. Does there is there anything that says how I should do this? Are there any instructions? The only instructions within are instructions on how to cast spells. Crap. Uh, when you pick up your sword, however, from the table. The table sinks down into the floor. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. And the stones in front of you, within this circular room, they seem to fold back and open up in like this weird dimensional shift. Oh, God. As the the stone peels away and moves back and folds back in on itself, 
as a door appears in front of you on the opposite side of the room. Um, I reach over as I'm like, and I, like I'll be looking at the door, but I reach over and I grab the book of spells that has like the hand motions in it and like my little training journal and I'll put it under my arm and hold my sword in my other hand. I look at my hand, look at the sword. All right, I guess forward from here and I'll go through the door. Okay. I'm going to have you make an arcana check as you are looking. All right. Let's see here. That is okay. That is a 15. Okay. Okay. Um, so you sort of take a couple minutes and you try and, and memorize as much of this book as you can. Do you step through the door in front of you? Um, I, before I step through, I'll, I'll flip through one last time. I'll set the book down. And I just want to try and figure this out. So I'll place the sword on the ground and I'll take like, I'll look at it. I'll take two steps back. Hold my hand out, my left hand with the black tattoo on it. And I'll focus intently on my hand and I'll just try to summon my sword to my hand. Okay. Roll an arcana check. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Uh, 22. A 22. Nice. In a puff of green smoke, your sword appears within your hand. <laughs> I did it! You can see oh, for the, no the brief half second between you summoning your sword and your sword actually being there, the runes the runes appear in place first, and then the sword appears within your hand in this puff of smoke. Sick. So I do that. <laughs> oh man, I wish Chad could have seen that. Oh, or Kaylin. I'll have to show them soon. I'll look at the door, pick the book up, and go through, baby. Okay. As you walk through, um, you open up into uh, more of a, a larger room. It's still circular. In the middle of this room, you see this like stone well going deep down into the ground. You look around and... Off to your right, you see some spikes coming off of a wall, but just in, in one section of the wall. You look down and you see that, that the ground is, is this sandy dirt beneath your feet, where the rest of the castle is this immaculate stone. You see dirt beneath your feet. And you also, on the opposite side, see a gate, sort of a, a, a portcullis type of a gate. And you see it okay. begins to shift and move upwards revealing darkness and black on the other side. Uh. And from the other side, bursts forth, whipping and and moving in every direction. Uh, these tentacles of plants and vines come whipping out from beyond this gate. And they begin oh, no. to, to move out and, and pull itself out towards this open area. And it attaches itself to the wall. And um, as, as soon as it came out, it attaches itself to the wall and completely still. It's just one? It's just this one plant creature. Oh, boy. It's just this ball of, of writhing vines. 
Hmm. I, I'll step into the sand. I don't know if I did already. I'll step into the center of the room okay. and like I'll have my sword out, pick the book and set it down on the ground. Like, hope I practiced enough. I'll look up at the plant thing. Okay. Char- and charge in. Okay, I'm gonna have you roll initiative. Let's do it. Oh, I rolled a seven. Seven. All right. Terrible. Freaking terrible. Down. Flynn rolled a seven. Let's go, Flynn. Let's go. Okay. Um, So this thing, um, sort of sensing that it's coming towards you, it um, whips out two of its vines. And as you are moving towards it, it plunges them deep into the ground. And the ground around it begins to crack a little bit. And you can feel the dirt underneath you begin to shake a little bit as right from underneath you, these vines burst out from the ground and take hold of both of your wrists. Um, This plant is going to attempt to disarm you. Okay. Um, Is this an attack roll? This is an attack roll to disarm you. Okay. Okay, cool. Go ahead. That is a 23 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. But. Um, yeah, it still would hit. Now, as an Eldritch Knight bonded to your weapon, you are yeah. now not able to be disarmed. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, so I'm holding on to this thing, and it tries to rip this the sword out. And you see the, the black circular symbol on my left hand glow with like a pulse and the sword stays steadfast in my hand as you see the runes on the sword also glow can't take it out and i'll just look at the thing like uh-uh ain't gonna work okay and that it's gonna is gonna be its turn um when you are up what would you like to do um is it still trying to hold on to me or did it let go after um it was trying to get the weapon out from your hands, but okay. um, you are not restrained in any way. All right. Um, I'm going to hit it. So what I'll do is... Uh, oh, boy. It's just one thing. So what I'll do is... You are you're um, technically currently on the opposite side of the room. It just sent over um, oh. its vines through the ground. Can I get in? Can I get up to it? Yeah, sure. All right, I'm going to run up to it. And I'm going to attack this thing. Okay, make an attack roll. Sure. So I will... Um, I look at my blade, I look at my hand, my, my, I look at my right hand, and you see on the wrist on the inside, you see the two tattoos. You see the first one, it's the blue, circular with the designs, and then you see the other one that's red right below it uh, on the inside of my arm with the red. And uh, whew, here we go. I will quickly rub my thumb and two fingers together on my right arm, and the red tattoo and my two fingers begin to glow bright red. I rapidly tap the hilt, middle, and end of my sword on the flat end of it. On each tap, it seems the small rippling aura send, it sends a, a rippling aura like and thunderous sound transferred to the blade. And with the final tap, the blade becomes encompassed with a pulsing aura of arcane energy. And I'm going to strike it. I'm going to try and hit it. Okay, make an attack roll. Actually, before yeah. you do that. Okay. 
I'm going to have you make another Arcana check. Sure. To see how much information you got from that book. So, um, because you rolled a 15 before, uh-huh. that means that the difficulty, the DC of this Arcana check is 5 to correctly cast this spell. All right, so I already rolled the hit, but I'll just put that aside and I'll roll another one for the... Okay. Let's go uh, for 8 plus. 8 plus, so okay, like... nice. 12. Yeah, you successfully cast this spell. Okay, cool. All right, nice. so, and then I rolled a 16 plus... Oh, boy. Uh, what is it to hit? Uh... uh 23. <laughs> oh yeah, God. a 23 for sure hits. <sighs> okay. Roll your damage. So, okay, so when I hit him, uh, the energy from the sword seems to transfer uh, as I slash through. It'll tr- it transfers into the wound, and the aura slightly pulses inside this cut, seemingly held at bay. And I will roll eye damage. Okay, uh, that's this. Oh, man, that's low. Uh, oh, but I get a plus. Pretty good plus. Uh, nine points of uh, piercing damage. Okay, nine points of piercing damage. And uh, as I'm looking at this pulsing wound, I'm like, oh, yes, it worked. <laughs> and uh, knowing how the spell works, I will, oh man, I don't know if it'll, I'm going to just take a few steps back if I have the movement. I'd like to just move back a little bit. Okay. Out of its reach. You will be taking purposely. an opportunity attack if you do that. That's okay. Okay. Move back. It's going to take an opportunity attack mm-hmm. and that's going to be a nine Snap. to hit. Doesn't hit. Okay. It swings one of its vines wildly and misses you. Um, and I'm kind of like a becking. I like do the, I'll like beckon it towards me. Like, come on, come get me. Okay. It now leaps forth from the wall that it was attached. And it is going to move its vines all the way around you, circling it, you, leaving you no place to move. Ooh. It does not does completely it move, encompass you. Yes, it does. Okay. It does move. Okay, so here we go, guys. When it moves, oh, yeah. the energy in the cut that is pulsing is disrupted from its movement, and the thunderous sound emits from the wound as it is briefly stretched and torn larger from the force of the energy escaping. And uh, I do some damage to it as this energy just pulses out of the wound. So let me roll for that. Boom and blade, baby. Boom and blade! Jeez. All right. Man. That is a D8. All right, so it takes five points of thunder damage Ooh, as it right. moves. You just and it rips the t- rips the wound a little bit larger. Nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, next up, Sick. it is going to whip two of its wine, uh, its vines towards you. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a seventeen and a twenty-one to hit. Yeesh. Um. I will. I'm gonna cash. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. Okay. So uh, as a reaction, because um, I can stop one of them. As a reaction, I will with a quick motion and a and a quick whistle, like a like a high pitch, like I I raise my forearm in an arcing fashion upwards with an open flat hand, and as I do, the blue tattoo uh, on my my right arm glows, trailing behind. Uh, and past my uh, forearm upward, a glowing arcane barrier that like holds steady around me, and uh, I'll cast shield. Shield. Okay. That's like... So the first one will miss. The first one misses. But the second one may get through. So as the first attack comes in, I'll do that. I'll and I'll like raise my hand up, and the, and, the, and it glows, and uh, the the vine slides off, and then the second one kind of pushes through. 
Awesome. Okay, so now I'm going to roll the damage for the second one that hits. <laughs> that is going to be 12 points of bludgeoning <laughs> damage as this thing whips around and hits you. Okay. Ouch. Fighter yeah, HP, fighter <laughs> HP, let's go. <laughs> Um, okay. okay, next up, uh, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, let's see. I'm going to hit it again. Um, I will... Yeah, I'm going to hit it. So I'll, I'll... <laughs> I mean, I can't do much else, guys. I'm going to hit it again. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do the same thing. I, I take my fingers and I do the same motion. I tap, tap, tap. And my sword becomes... Pulsed in, in energy, and I'm going to strike down at the at the enemy. Okay. Okay. Just making sure that I don't have to like add more damage. Okay. Oh wait, that's the wrong dice. What am I doing? I have to roll for attack. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> don't roll it too. Uh, sixteen. Hey. Uh, sixteen hits. Yeah. Roll your damage. Awesome. Okay. Oh, that's max damage. Uh, dude, that's so much damage. 13 points of piercing damage. As I stick into it, and okay. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. You can yeah. see the, the, the vines begin to writhe around. Um, it did not enjoy that. And uh, I will do it again. I'm going to back up again if I can. You said that wasn't com- completely encompassing me? It, it is completely surrounding you. You cannot move. Oh, it is now. Okay. Without, yeah, you cannot move. Uh. That's that's it. That's my turn. Okay. Nice. Okay, it is going to make two more attacks towards you. That is going to be a 19 and a 4. Um, I'll cast... Actually, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. The 4 misses, the 19 hits. That is... Ooh. Don't ooh. Don't ooh. <laughs> don't ooh. Don't oh, do that. Was, that was two oohs. Nope. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's going to be 16 points of bludgeoning. <gasps> Okay, all right, okay. Are you still Wait. standing? Oh. Wait, am I okay? Oh, 16 Jesus. heal. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, Um. yeah, that, I'm up. Okay, oh, and that's going to okay. be its turn. It is still surrounding you. Jesus. Um, oh. Does it, how does it look? I mean, I don't know. Does it you look like it's ripped up? You can see most of its vines are now, like, shedding and falling to the ground. I'm going to... Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Is this where we lose Flint? <laughs> oh, man. I hope he's going to be okay in there. <laughs> Seems oh like a nice God. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I'm really fucked up after that last hit. And I'm just like, oh, man. And I, like, take a second to kind of just focus and slow my breathing. And I'll use second wind to heal up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Wait, you will. <laughs> more than a little bit. Um, I think it's a D10. I have to look at my book. Really quick. Oh, boy. Yeah, D10. Plus my level, which is three now. Nice, nice, nice. Five, six, seven, eight points. Okay, that's good, I guess. It's not nothing. So I get eight points back of healing. Nice. And as I finish breathing in slow, I look at it. Um, I'm going to... Oh, man, I want to get more extra damage. I'm going to take my action to to disengage. Uh, can I? I can't get out, you right? Can't, you are unable to move. Then I'm just going to... I'm just going to... I see that I'm surrounded in vines. 
All right, well, this is it. This is it. I'm gonna go out swinging. And I'll do the same thing. I'll, okay. I'll tap, 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 and strike it. Make an attack once. Uh, 12. 12 hits. Yes, okay. Oh. Come on, come on, come on. Kill oh, it, boy. kill it now. Kill it now. Five it plus away. that, uh... 12 points of piercing damage. And with that, you swing, Ooh, and this yeah. thing goes completely limp. Yeah. <laughs> As you have now a circle of, of dead and withering vines around you. The green of the vines slowly um, turns to brown, and, and it dries up and withers around you. I'm like, I just, like, after that happens and it's dead, I'll just kind of just plop down on my butt and just, I'm just sitting there breathing. I did it. I did it. I look up. Do, what's above me? Do I see any people? Um, no, you just see a um, a like impossibly tall uh, cylindrical room. You can't even see where this thing ends at the top. You don't know if it goes out to daylight. It is. It looks like thousands and thousands of feet tall. You can't even see the top. Oh wow! This is cool. <laughs> And, and now, as I, after I look up, I look down at my arms. <laughs> yeah. Nearly dies. Like, I look at the tattoos. I'm like, <laughs> awesome. And I'll look back over at the door. I don't know if it's open or closed. You look back at the door that you came through, and it is closed. The only door that is open is the one that the vines came through. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's more. Um, I'll steal myself and look over at the door and walk through it. Okay. You walk up, and there is... Um, just beyond the gate that opened up, there is just a, a very simple wooden door. And as you reach out, you grab hold of it and you open it, and it opens to a hallway. And you look out, and right there to your left, you see Shreya sitting. There. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, <laughs> we did it! And I'm run over to Shreya. Shreya, you see Flynn running out of this room, uh, black eye blood dripping from his mouth. Um, he's beat up. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you've seen some great uh, challenges behind you, uh, it, my little friend. It wasn't a problem. I took care of it without a problem. I'll look around. Is, is Chath or anyone else out there? No. Just Raya. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I'll cough a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good, man. Yeah, it was super easy, man. Ugh. Oh, Here, let down. us let us commence into the courtyard. Perhaps I can, perhaps I can help what ails you. Here, have a have a berry. I saved one. Okay, I'll eat. I'll take, take a bite of the berry. Whew. Oh man, yeah, that's that's that helped. What you get up to? <laughs> <laughs> I've been focusing all of my energy on this, and I hold up the. Have I gleaned of anything? Which you this? now know what it is. So, I'm going to send you this item's description. You may disclose what it is. You don't have to disclose what it is. It (gasps) is totally up to you. Amazing. I'm going to send this to you right now. Tell us! (laughs) I was getting V-worried for a second. Depends on how shiny these... Just let me know if you got that. Oh, I got that. Okay, nice. Okay. Um, as you guys head back out into the courtyard, um, Shreya, now having an understanding of, of what this object is, um, would you like to 
tell Flynn about it or do you want to keep it by yourself? I've noticed certain things about it that have deepened my understanding of the Earth, her beings, and where we go once we leave the Earth. I'm very excited to see how it might impact my understanding of the things we do as we move forward. I'll be honest, man, I don't know what any of that means. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like I could, I could use a nap. Sure. Well, perhaps I can demonstrate it the next time uh, we come into an opportunity. We can see it firsthand. Yeah. I'm feeling very good about what I can do with it now. I think it will be a great help. Oh, um, hey, <laughs> check this out. And I'll take my sword. I'll just chuck it across the room. Whoa! Oh, wait, no, no, that's not it. No, try it, look. Oh. And I'll focus, and I'll summon the sword back to my hand. And it ah. bursts into your hand with a puff of green smoke. Cool, huh? That's quite a trick. Yeah. Well, oh, congratulations on, uh, on remaining alive. It looks like you had to go through quite a few trials since we last yeah. saw each other. Yeah, it was it was a lot, but uh, <laughs> I made it. Here, let's take a little bit of time, rest in the courtyard. Perhaps there are some of your compatriots who might want to see you now that you're clearly in one piece. <laughs> Yeah. Where's Chath at? I'm not sure. He just, he left quite a while ago. Okay. Yeah, let's just hang out here for a bit. All right. And I'll just chill and All take right. a short rest. As you guys uh, chill out there, um, Olma, Kellick, and March, you guys are, are now deep within the heart of the Temple District. Um, do you guys have anywhere specifically that you would like to head? Kellick, <laughs> Or anything you... you're looking for. Do you know which one we should be going to? Are there a lot of temples here? VM, are there a lot of temples here? Um, yeah, there are temples left, right, and center. Um, you enter this sort of this district and you can see everywhere the iconography of the old gods. Um, through here, it's pretty, pretty diverse in, in the gods that they worship um, of the old gods. Um, but with a heavy lean towards Famir. Okay. Kalik, do you know if there's one temple or god who, who might know Abyssal more than the others? Well, uh, Atir might be the one who would, uh, he's sort of a keeper of knowledge, although he can be a little, you know, shaky as far as, uh, he can be a little bit nebulous, if you will. Uh, so, uh, but I think that might be your best bet if there's uh, there's one to him. He's an old dwarf, dwarven man in his presentation, so look for directions of that sort uh, on the outside of the building. And Great. I can uh, I can sort of point her to to the one SDM. If the, would I know of which one it's here? Yeah, you would know all of the the temples around here. Um, and that yeah. is, that's correct, right? That a tier would probably be the one most linguistically inclined? Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, okay. Unless there's one that is a tiefling. There is not. There is not. 
<laughs> um, so, Oma, you walk up to this this um, temple. Again, a very nice white stone building. Um, and it's got accents of, of red wood all over it. Um, this one seems to be sort of taller and skinnier in construction, whereas okay. the other ones seem to be a little bit wider at the base. You walk in and you walk in and it's pretty much a library in here. Um, you can see tables lining the sides where um, you can see people in robes, um, not giving sermons, but giving lectures on how to, to craft intricate little technologies and, and working with um, sort of like uh, mechanical clockwork elements. And you can see that there's one head priest um, at the, the front of this temple who is um, scribbling furiously in his notes. You can see behind him um, plans and blueprints for some vast machinery. And uh, you're sort of overtaken by the, the books and, and all the technology that's going on in here. Wow. And I'm alone, right? I came in alone? Yes. Okay, I'm going to walk up to the man scribbling and look at the blueprints. What do I see? Um, you can make a straight intelligence check. Ooh, really good. Um, 21. Uh, 21. You see him, um, scribbling into his notes. It looks like a machine that would be able to, like, better optimize farming and crop collection. And he, uh, he looks up at you as, as you approach, and he goes, Oh, hello. Hi. And I'm still, I'm not even looking at I'm still looking at the blueprints. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I, I'm hoping it will be. How big is it going to be? Oh, it's it's probably going to be about the size of a house when, wow. by the time I'm done with it. Wow. That's so cool. Thank you. Can I help you with something? Oh, right, right. Yes, you can. Um, I was traveling uh, with some friends and came across an inscription that I couldn't read. And I was hoping maybe um, because you guys are so intelligent here and, and you've got so many books, maybe you could help me read it or, or point me in the right direction. Oh, yes. Um, that's that's something that I can definitely do. Um, I, I, there's rarely a language that I don't know. Um <sighs> If, if you want to come back to my study with me, um, we can discern exactly what this is. I just, I just, I, I'm sort of in, in the middle of my process here. So I didn't want to, I don't want to disturb the, the flow of my thoughts up here. Oh, sure. Sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm also, um, uh, would you, would you mind if I brought my assistant? I don't know how, how delicate this is, but, um, my assistant is, is, um, sort of a, a linguist herself and I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, I can, I can teach her some things here and there where I can. Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Hi, I'm Alma. Um, my name is Vincent, by the way. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't ask your name. My name is, uh, Vincent Ratley. I am the head of, um, this church to a tier and, um, I'm, I'm the head, uh, the head here. Head, and and your assistant? Oh, she's she's actually coming over right now. Her name is Rory. Rory Rorsk. That's a fun name. Oh, it is. Part of the reason that uh, I took her on as my apprentice. 
No, it I get to say like it all the my time. name. My last name is Marsk, and so it's kind of similar. Oh, look at that. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, and, and you can see his assistant approaches. She's got like 10 books in her hands. This is like, she, they're, they're leaning and she's trying to, you know, maneuver around people without knocking these books and these papers over. Are they um, both human? They're both human. Yes. Um, pretty much everyone that you've seen in this whole city so far has been human. Like 99% of people. Thanks so much, Vincent. I appreciate your help. You're welcome. Any opportunity for knowledge I can get. Um, so yeah, if, if you would like to, to join me and he, they, uh, go back into, um, sort of this little back room area and you can see, um, as you approach, it looks like a, a private study. So, more books. <laughs> more books. But these ones are like thick and you can see looking around, they've got loose pieces of paper coming out of them. Um, probably lots of notes taken in these books. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he, he sits down at his desk um, and he ushers uh, Rory to pull up a chair next to him and he says, all right, uh, what, what would I be able to translate for you? Um, so so I said we were traveling and, and we came across... across um, um, this graveyard, and this was written there, and and most of everything I could read, but I couldn't read this, and and I know that um, the town around the graveyard was having some trouble recently. Not anymore. They're okay now. Um, but I just figured maybe this would help them so that in the future it doesn't happen again. Oh, uh, um, I I applaud your noble pursuit. Um, yeah, if if I can see the writing, I, I would be able to translate it for you. Um, I pull out of my like the pouch of my pants um i pull out um the the folded piece of paper that we've um like um highlighted the the words in the shaded mm-hmm. the words in from the from the wall of the tomb and i hand it to him to read okay um as you hand it to him um it, it's still sort of folded up he hasn't really looked at it fully yet and he said now i just curious as to what your level of knowledge is do you do you know anything about this um about the scribbles yes i mean the language um i don't speak that language so no i don't know anything about it oh okay would you like to learn i can i can teach you at least what at least at least what this says here i can sort of uh i i I enjoy teaching people that's that's why we have uh rory here is is i enjoy teaching so yeah yeah if you'd like to okay and he unfolds it, and immediately his eyes go wide. And he says, <laughs> Oh, maybe, maybe not. Um, where did you say you got this from? Uh, it's from a graveyard. A graveyard. Okay. Has anyone else seen this? Um, anyone else like who? Um, anyone. Anyone that you've shown this to? Anyone who who was also there at the graveyard? Just me. Just you. Okay. Um, well, first off, um, this is this is a, a very old dialect. Um, this is this is written in Infernal. In- infernal. Infernal. Can I can yes. I insight check because we thought it was written in Abyssal? Uh, yeah, make an insight check. Natural 20. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Natural um, 20! Woo! For sure, this is infernal. Um, okay. And he says, yes, this is um, infernal. Um, 
and he, he actually says, um, Infernal, um, the old dialect is often mistaken for abyssal as, as they are, are very similar in, in structure. Um, but this is, this is very definitively infernal. And this, this is a very dangerous language to know. I, I, I would caution you of the people that you show this to. But it, if you would still like me to read it, I can. Um, please, because we don't want um, any more problems to happen for our friends. And he sort of pulls it over in between him and, and Rory, and you can see he takes out his quill, and Rory takes out her notebook, and he sort of takes some notes in, in the translation, and, and it takes about a minute. And he says, it's not a perfect translation, but I, I think I got the, the, the general nature of it. It says, in death as in life, I shall serve the outcast. May my end be the beginning. And then I see down here below, you also scribbled something else here. Um, it seems to be sort of the same part as the larger, but this one down here just says, in death as in life, I shall serve the outcast. In death as in life, I shall serve the outcast. And then, and then the second part of that? May my end be the beginning. And with oh. that, we're going to end this session. Oh, snap. We're going to end it right there. What does yeah. it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. So with that, we're going to end this session. Um, and we can't wait to see you guys all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye. Nerds. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, this is Russ, and I play Flynn on Venture Forth. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at VentureForthDND for updates and previews of upcoming episodes. Also, check out our Patreon if you want to support us and get cool perks, like building a custom monster with the DM to throw at us. Thank you again for listening to this episode. I really do hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you in the next adventure. Mm-hmm.